Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dinosaurs are back. Does life find a way? Find out in our review of Jurassic World of Fallen Kingdom. And there's a new Ninja Turtles reboot, as well as the Creed 2 trailer. Will we get more Star Wars standalone films? There's going to be a Silk spin-off in Sony's Spider-Verse. And we talk a whole lot about MasterChef vs. My Kitchen Rules in this week's episode of Cognitive Recalibration. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. I'm your host, Shravan. I've got my co-host, Taran, here with me. Hey, everyone. This week, we're going to be talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. We both watched it last night. We kind of didn't want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't want to watch it. Well, we'll tell you how we felt about that movie in a bit. We've, As usual, we have our news segment first. So to start off the news segment, I've got a bit of news, which I just saw about a Ninja Turtles reboot, so they're going to reboot those movies. I never actually watched either of them, and apparently Michael Bay is still involved in these ones. As a producer? As a producer, yeah. Okay, yep. But apparently it's a darker take on the Ninja Turtles. Anything that's produced by Michael Bay, though, just ends up looking like a Michael Bay movie. I don't think there's a director attached, but the other producers are Brad Fuller and Andrew Form. Apparently, they produced, they've been producing increasingly better stuff in recent years. Okay. But I don't know who they are. Yeah, I don't know who they are either. But I'm sure we've seen some stuff they're attached to. Yeah, I've probably seen something. I like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm not really looking forward to this, but I'll probably watch it when it comes out. The guy writing the article is like, it would be good if Taiko Atiti directed it. It wouldn't be dark then, though. No, it would be a comedy. It would be a dark comedy. But I don't think it will. He, isn't he going to make the next Thor? If they do make another Thor? I don't know if he's if that's definitely happening. He's doing another movie at the moment. Apparently he plays Hitler in it. So. Oh, so he's actually in it. Yeah. Well, he's in all these movies in some capacity. Yeah. I guess that's, we don't have much to say about that apart from... Are you looking forward to it? Not really, because I, I didn't even watch the previous ones. I've watched both of them. They're alright. They're a bit stupid. It's like Transformers shit, except with Ninja Turtles. This is the second one, the one with Megan Fox? She's in both of them. Okay. Oh, she's in both, yeah. Yeah, she's in both of them. She's uh, She plays April. Oh, the second one's the guy, one with the guy from Arrow. Yeah, it's got it's got the guy from Arrow. Moving on, I guess we'll talk about the Creed 2 trailer, which I kind of completely randomly watched. It, it came up as an ad before another YouTube video, and I just watched it. The question is, why do you not have ad blocker? <laughs> it was on my phone. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. What do you think? I haven't seen the first one, but this one looks pretty interesting. The first one's really good. You should watch it. Is Sylvester Stallone a main character in it? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's... In the first one? Yeah, he's... It's him and Michael B. Jordan. They have, like, level pegging for main character. But in this one, it looks like he's not in it that much. Sylvester Stallone. 
I don't know. I think he still might be in it quite a bit. It doesn't look like he's in the trailer that much, but I think he might be. Like, he's the one that trains Adonis. I think that's how you say his name. Adonis in the first one. Have you seen the original Rockies? I've probably seen the first one a long time ago. I don't really remember them, but yeah. Do you know the black guy in the original Rockies that dies when Dolph Lundgren fights him? So there's a black guy and they have a boxing match. It's a bit stupid, actually. But basically, Dolph Lundgren's this Russian dude, I think, and he basically kills him. And that black guy is Michael B. Jordan's dad. Okay. And where does Sylvester Stallone come in? Sylvester Stallone was friends with his dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. But in in the original Rocky movie, Sylvester Stallone fights Dolph Lundgren again, and then he beats him after he kills the guy. Oh, yeah. But anyway, the first movie doesn't really have a lot to do with that. It's pretty serious. Sylvester Stallone has cancer and he's trying to fight through it. And then Michael B. Jordan's trying to become a boxer, but he sucks shit. He keeps getting beat up because he wants to like follow in his father's footsteps. And then Sylvester Stallone trains him and he wins a fight. I think that's what happens from memory. But this one looks like it might be a bit more fun. So the guy that he's fighting in the ring is Dolph Lundgren's son. Okay. Do you know how, that's why they're like, oh, is this about your father or is this about like just fighting or whatever? Yeah. So it could be interesting. It's like a... So at the end you see him, you see someone's name. Yeah. So that's, I forgot, I forget what his last name is. That's Dolph Lundgren's last name. Drago, I think. And Dolph Lundgren is in this, I think. Yeah, it's Drago. Yeah. Ivan Drago, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm pretty sure Dolph Lundgren... Yeah, Dolph Lundgren is in it. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be an interesting follow-up to that movie, I guess, whereas the first movie's a bit of a follow-up, but it's not like a direct follow-up from that. When's that coming out? End of this year. Okay, so it's still this year. Yeah. 21st November. Yeah, I think... Is this pr- the first trailer? That's been out? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's pretty Pretty late. late. Yeah. (laughs) It's not directed by... Ryan Coogler. Yeah, Ryan Coogler. I'm hoping it's good, though. Yeah, hope it's good. You have some Ant-Man and the Wasp news? A whole bunch of it? Well, not a bunch. I think it's just two. So, Kevin Feige confirmed that it's a direct follow-up. No. Will directly follow on to Avengers 4. So, it's linked. It's not... Just a standalone thing. Which is expected. Yeah, which is expected, but also it would be interesting to see how much it's linked in terms of is the whole story going to feature some stuff from Avengers 4? Is like Michael Douglas going to disappear at the end or is it just going to be mentioned throughout? Yeah, apparently it takes place before Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, which is also what we expected. Yeah. And there's two end of credit scenes that have been confirmed. Yeah. And apparently they're really good. Okay. I think one of them will be about the movie, like Ant-Man and the Wasp. It will have something related to that. And then the other one will be Avengers related. Yeah. Since we've already had the Captain Marvel kind of tease from Avengers 4, don't think we'll get another Captain Marvel one. I think it will be, yeah, Avengers 4 related. Maybe Hawkeye? Yeah, yeah. Hawkeye... Hawkeye. Catches, catches up with Ant-Man or something. Yeah. And apparently the movie's pretty good from initial reactions. Yeah. What was the headline? The headline is, Ant-Man and the Wasp is a goddamn delight. <laughs> it's just a goddamn delight. Yeah, it's just it's a goddamn yeah. delight. Goddamn delight. That's when we come out of the movie and we watch it, yeah. we're just going to say, it's a goddamn delight or it's not a goddamn delight. That'll be the full review. <laughs> <laughs> that it would just be either one or the other. And yeah, apparently Evangeline Lily is quite good in it. Okay, well that's good. We're planning to have another guest for that episode, I think. Yeah. We've got a couple of guests coming up in a what's, row, I think. What's next? Oh, we don't have anything next week, yeah. Well, uh, we we have some potential episodes, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. So it connects to Avengers 4, pretty good movie, two end credit scenes. Yeah, so there'll probably be a mid and then an end credit scene, just like the... Just like most Marvel movies, I guess. Yeah. It's only a couple of weeks away. It's kind of snuck up on us. They've been hammering the marketing on TV, though. There's like a trailer every ad break. On our TV? Yeah, on Australian TV. 
I was watching the footy the other day, and they were just hammering it. Oh. And I think I think they had some. Nah, they didn't have some on the soccer because that's on SBS, and they don't really have ads. Have ads, yeah. Yeah, the only TV I've really been watching is the World Cup and I guess MasterChef, and I haven't seen anything on MasterChef. Oh, they should. They'll probably have it on MasterChef this week. MasterChef, they've just had ads for Incredibles two a lot. Oh yeah, family family show, family movie. I get it. Do you know Australia MasterChef is like big overseas for some reason? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like even people overseas watch Australian MasterChef. And like people in Asia watch it, I think. In Hong Kong and stuff, even India. Yeah, they watch it. Yeah, and they watch My Kitchen Rules as well. My Kitchen Rules, like it's very entertaining. Anyone can really get into it. Yeah, take take whatever you want from that. But <laughs> maybe we should have a poll: which is better, My Kitchen Rules or MasterChef? I like My Kitchen Rules better, but I never, I never watch the full season. I only watch the starting parts with all the drama, and then I don't really care who wins at the end. Yeah, My Kitchen Rules is all about the drama. There's MasterChef's about the cooking, but that's what makes it boring. Unless you're into cooking. But. MasterChef used to be good back in the day. I used to really enjoy it, but now it's just, yeah. In both of them, people are like... So in My Kitchen Rules, they're just way too mean to everyone. Like, everyone just hates each other. And then in MasterChef, everyone's just way too way nice, too to, nice each to each other. It's like, surely you're not... You don't like this person this much. There's a lot of crying and hugging in MasterChef. Yeah. Well, anyway, back to what we're meant to be talking about. <laughs> yeah, um, bit of a, yeah, crowd off a bit there. Oops. The Batman reboot. Well, now the Batman is a reboot, apparently. Okay, I've got a theory about this, because it's a reboot, but it's also not a reboot. So, the article that I read said, the Batman is a reboot, um, it's going to be set in the past, but it could also be linked to the DCEU. So, like, it could be part of the DCEU. Yes. So, my theory is they're going to make the movie, make it a standalone. If it's good, they're going to make that the starting point for the DCEU and they'll bring, like, Wonder Woman over with, like, something from The Flash, probably, like, changing the timeline and Wonder Woman comes over because that's the only good character. And then they can just use this Batman instead of the Ben Affleck Batman. But if it's shit, it's just a standalone movie and they can just can it and be like, nah, it wasn't canon. Yeah. Yeah, so they're just playing it safe. The other option is the Flash movie. Because that's coming... Is that going to come out before the Batman? Or after no, I think after the Batman. Well, anyway, the Flash movie, because he's probably going to be going back in time and stuff. So maybe he does something to reboot the the universe a little bit and for some reason the only person that gets rebooted is batman everyone else stays the same i think they'll only do that if the batman movie is good but if it's not good they'll won't do that well they won't use this batman so they're just playing it safe they're like we'll just wait and see if this turns out good and then if it turns out good we'll use him for the future i wonder who they're gonna cast though they're looking for a younger batman there hasn't really been any casting use so and it's not jake gyllenhaal no well, that's who it was going to be, but... Who else could it be? Someone in the Jake Gyllenhaal age range, I think. Which is not too young. I think he's like 40, isn't he? He'd be like at least mid-30s. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around for a while, so I'm guessing he is. Actually, let's just look it up. Jake Gyllenhaal. I think he's 37. 37? Do, do you know I didn't know this? Do you know how old Chris Pratt is? He's really old. Yeah, he's like 40... No, I think he turned 39. Yeah, but he's been around a while. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is 37 years old. 37? Just looked it up. We nailed it. Mid-30s. So, 19th of December, 1980. Yeah, Chris Pratt, he looks younger than he is, but he's older. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Evans is actually pretty young. Oh, really? He's younger than Chris Pratt. Yeah, and Chris Hemsworth's quite old as well. He's not. He's mid-30s. Uh, Hemsworth's pretty young too, I thought. Thought he's mid thirties, mid to late thirties. Hemsworth's thirty four. Yeah. Oh, not that bad. I know we're saying thirties old, but that that's pretty harsh. It's pretty your thirty, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's only yeah. four years older than me, so he's not yeah. that old. And Chris Evans is thirty seven. So same age as Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who they'll cast in this role. I'm thinking they might go for someone new. 
because Matt Reeves generally gets unknown-ish actors to star in his movies. Not unknown, but like up and coming. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes with this. It's probably better if it's someone that's not that well-known. I guess Christian Bale was it super well-known before. Batman Begins, yeah. Apparently there's going to be a Man of Steel 2. Yes. So, well, rumoured that Man of Steel 2 will be... Announced at Comic-Con. Is that why Henry Cavill's hitting the gym? Yeah, that that could be why Henry Cavill's hitting the gym. Or maybe he just went for a doctor's checkup and they're like, your cholesterol's too high, man. You've got to stop eating tacos. got to start hitting the gym again. So he's just he's just trying to stay fit. It's nothing to do with Superman. We just all get too excited about it. He's just trying to be a healthy person. Yeah. No, nah, but apparently they're going to confirm Man is still too soon. Yeah, and it won't be directed by Zack Snyder, No, nah, I think he's done with DC stuff. So with someone new, maybe it'll be a bit lighter in tone? I hope so, because, yeah, well, Man is still one isn't bad, actually. I think it's one of the better movies in the DC movie universe. Yeah, I don't mind it either. But then in Batman v Superman, he just sucks. He's just hating life. Like, he just hates everything. Well, everyone in that movie just hates everything. I actually didn't mind a bit Justice League. I thought it was okay. Other than the CGI mustache. He's not in it for much, but for what he is in it for, he's, I guess he's okay. Yeah, he's not in it much, but if they kind of keep that tone for the next movie that he's in, then might be good. Maybe a Brainiac villain, which is a villain they've never done before, I think. Because they've done Zod, they've done Lex Luthor. They've done Lex Luthor to fucking death. <laughs> Don't do him again. Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg, I don't think's ever coming back. He's so good. Loved him. Could be good. De- Man is still too, depending on who's attached to direct and what kind of tone they go for. I saw the second trailer for Mission Impossible before Jurassic World 2. It was on in my theatre as well, but I was on my phone. I wasn't kind of watching. I don't think I've seen that one. It gives away a bit more of the... Action sequences. Oh, really? I wasn't, I wasn't really watching it. I was. I kind of had it in the background, but it wasn't the trailer that I've normally seen. It's not the one how he's in a truck and another truck's like about to collide with his truck. You know that? No, but he's not in a truck. He's in a helicopter. In that? Yeah, he's in a helicopter and he's then about to collide. how's he on the road? Because he's really low. He's in the low <laughs> helicopter. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this one has another like little bit like that. He's also in a helicopter, actually. He's definitely in a helicopter for this one. Yeah. And then there's another helicopter like rolling down the hill, and he's like trying to take his belt off, and he can't. And then the helicopter's about to hit him. Oh, and okay. He cuts off. Yeah. yeah. There seems to be lots of helicopter action in this because he also he also holds onto the rope, and as the helicopter flies off, do you know how he jumps onto the side of the helicopter? And I'm guessing he um climbs up the helicopter and takes takes over it and so there's no one on the helicopter no no there's someone on that one but he probably bashes henry cavill on it no henry cavill's on the other helicopter he's like got a machine gun shooting at him yeah yeah the reason i brought up this trailer because henry cavill looks massive compared to tom cruise he looks so big (laughs) well first off he's like a foot taller than tom cruise yeah and he looks probably a foot wider than tom cruise but i was actually discussing this with some other guys in a fight in real life, would you back Tom Cruise or Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill would just punch him and Tom Cruise will just... For some reason, I would back Tom Cruise just because he's freaking crazy. Like, Henry Cavill doesn't do all his stunts. Yeah. Tom I Cru- guess, yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise does like... a lot of his stunts, so yeah. maybe he has the moves. Yeah. Henry Cavill has the strength, but maybe Tom Cruise has the has the skill. Yeah, I, th- I feel like Tom Cruise would do something and... Get him. And Henry Cavill looks like a nice guy. He'll try and go easy on Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise would it's just a, It's a bit him. of a Batman versus Superman sort of thing yeah. happening. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Cruise, Tom Cruise is going to be cast as Batman. We've got it. We've got that's, it. That's what's happening. Yeah. Apparently, it was going to be cast as Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Oh, really? Nah. Don't I, write I've that. Because I've heard that they were going to go for like an older... Hal Older Hal Jordan, and he's like been in space and stuff, and he comes back, and there's all these superheroes, and he thinks he's like going to be like this massive superhero, but he's just any other guy because like the Superman, that Batman. kind of 
That kind of works with Tom Cruise's character, actually. It's like Tom Cruise in <laughs> real life. He thinks yeah. he's the best, but yeah. He's, he's still pretty cool, but, you know, he's a bit weird. Could work. Do you know Tom Cruise was originally going to be Iron Man back in the day? Yeah, he was. Don't know if that would have worked, but... Wouldn't have been as good as Robert Downey. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about before this? Man of Steel 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode we just keep deviating off the... The, yeah. the actual reason for this is we actually don't have that much to talk about this time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're just talking about whatever we want. Yeah. No, this, this shit's more interesting than the other shit that we have to talk about. Did I have something else that I had in terms of news that yeah, I told you? Yeah, you had something about the Star Wars standalone movies. Oh, yeah. This is... Yeah. So apparently someone said they're not going to be made, but now they are going to be made. Yeah, or... there was lots of news during this week, and it kept going back and forth. But people were like, oh, since Solo did shit, they're going to can the rest of the uh, Star Wars Solo movies. Not Solo as in Solo, but like, you get what I mean? Like, only one character. Like yeah, the one. standalone. Yeah, the like, standalone not, ones. Not related to the, the to Star the Wars trilogy. Yeah. trilogy. Um, so they said they were going to can all those, but apparently they're not. And they're just reevaluating budgets. What are the other ones in development anyway? Obi-Wan, I think. But none of them are, have been confirmed. They're just rumoured. So Obi-Wan and uh, Boba Fett, I think. Yeah. I think those were the only two. I heard they were doing a Moss Eisley movie. I don't know what they would do with that, but... The Cantina? Yeah. Okay. So a movie set in the Cantina, apparently. Is it like that movie with John Favreau? <laughs> and he has like a food truck or something? <laughs> that would be that would be hilarious if that's what they did with this movie. Uh, that's actually a good movie. Have you seen it? No. What's it, what's it called? Chef. Chef. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't seen it. It's, it's got Robert Downey Jr. in it for a bit, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it, and Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. It's basically Iron Man, except it's nothing like Iron Man at all. It's just a happy spin-off. Happy spin-off where he... Has he's divorced and has a child and makes a food truck. Is Robert Downey Jr. like a rich businessman or something in it? Yeah. And he gives him money? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's pretty much just himself. Yeah. I can't remember what Scarlett Johansson is, but the food's really good. If When you watch it, it makes you hungry. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, moving on. Another tangent that we went off on there. So Disney outbid Comcast? Yeah. Again? Yeah, again. Comcast may come back with a bid again anyway. Yeah, this might go on for a while. Yeah, this might go on for ages. But at the moment, Disney's winning, which is what we want. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's what I want. I don't know if it's what you want. I don't care about the other Fox movies or the Fox News and all all the other stuff that Fox has. I wouldn't mind if they just get the Marvel characters back. I think they tried doing that, but it's either all or nothing. So they can't, they're not splitting up their assets. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. at the same time, I don't think it's good for Disney to own everything. So, because Fox has a lot of other stuff apart from the Marvel. Yeah, they got their news channels. They got their TV channels. And even in movies, they've got like all the Avatar movies. And uh, what else do 20th Century Fox have? They have a lot of comedy shit, don't they? They do a lot of other stuff. And I think they own I think they own the NFL rights in America. Could be wrong with that though. Oh, okay. Disney owns ESPN. So that's basketball. Yeah, I think they own some sport stuff in America as well. So yeah, the the problem with Disney owning all of this could be that Disney just has all the chips so they can do whatever they want. Yeah, and it could end up being a bad thing. Yeah, definitely. But I do want to see Fantastic Four and X-Men in the MCU. So apparently Peyton Reed, the director of Ant-Man and the Wasp, said that he has an idea for a Fantastic Four movie that could link into the MCU. It could be an Ant-Man plus Fantastic Four spin-off. Yeah, that would actually be pretty interesting. It would work. I think they've got to do more of that kind of stuff once Avengers 4 finishes, because after Avengers 4, there's no real like big idea anymore, so they've got to think outside the box a little bit and... Yeah, do something different. Yeah, do something different. 
not make it stale again. If they start again with just, oh, let's do the solo movies and then build up to another big villain, it's just not going to be as good. I feel like they should do something different different once Avengers 4 is finished. Yeah, probably more team-up movies. Team-up movies, yeah. And, yeah, eventually do, like, a big one with, like, Galactus or something, but... And the last thing I had was there might be a... So, Silver and Black is apparently back on. Yeah, Silver Sable, Black yeah. Cat, my favourite, my two favourite characters. Not Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> apparently Cloak and Dagger's good. Uh, yeah, I've heard, it's, I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I might actually watch it. Yeah, but so apparently Silver and Black is back on. And the other thing is they might do another Spider-Verse sort of spin-off with Silk. Yeah, you told me about this, Ed. I have no idea who that is. So Silk, I've got a... a a very good explanation of who Silk is. Silk is Cindy Moon. So Cindy Moon was bitten by the same radioactive spider that bit Peter Parker. As a result, she gained similar arachnid-themed abilities as Peter. And while she's not as strong as Spider-Man, she's faster and her spider sense, dubbed the Silk Sense, is more powerful. (laughs) Unlike Peter, who primarily relies on web shooters, Silk can also shoot webbing out of her fingertips. The spin-off won't be the first time Cindy has been depicted on the big screen as she was played by Tiffany Espenson in Spider-Man Homecoming and Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, so we both looked up this chick and we have no idea who she is. Well, she Yeah, looks, I don't recall ever seeing her. She looks familiar. I definitely but, didn't see her in Infinity War, for sure. Yeah. I might have seen her in Homecoming, but... Well, the only place she could have been in Infinity War is on the bus because I don't think she was there in Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> from memory <laughs> yeah she was the one that was shooting web out of her fingertips yeah she was just in the background as as like that was his clicking his fingers she's just shooting web out of her fingertips like this is gonna <laughs> stop him i'm doing it yeah. i'm doing it but yeah it sounds pretty interesting but i if it's not in the same universe as the tom holland spider-man which a lot of like all these movies are not they just It'll be in the uh venom universe yeah, it'll be in the Venom universe, so I don't really care that much. Yeah. It would be better if they kind of brought it all together, but yeah, maybe they will at some point. Maybe, yeah. Not all of them together, but like maybe have one character from the MCU and then all the uh, Spider-Man characters come, coming together and doing a movie, which wouldn't be too bad. I would watch that. That wouldn't be too bad, yeah. Because the Silk Sense is more powerful than the Spider Sense. The Silk Sense. She actually knew Thanos was coming like two months beforehand. She, she knew like, it like she knew it when she was like born. Yeah, she knew like, it was the, coming. The moment, no, no, the moment she got she got bitten by that spider, she knew. She knew, but <laughs> yeah. she was just being a little bitch and didn't tell anyone. Yeah, that's why she wasn't there. Yeah, she knew. Well, she, she she bailed. Yeah, she, she like, bailed. She's she's on a different planet. It's in the uh, post post credit scene. You actually have to wait two hours after the movie finishes in the cinema, and then you get the special screening of You just see her shooting web out of her fingertips on some foreign island. All right, that's really all we had for news. There wasn't much this week. We probably talked about it for a lot longer than we should have, though. There's a lot of random shit. We probably could have got through that in, like, five minutes. Five minutes, yeah. But we talked about it for 36 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, oops. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, we'll talk about... Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which we saw last night. My expectations of this movie weren't that high at all. So in the first Jurassic World movie, I went in with really high expectations because I thought it would be as good as Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park, but it ended up just being like, it was just an action movie, like a summer blockbuster action movie. I enjoy the first Jurassic World, actually. It's a good time. If, If you're going for just some good action sequences and... Not that much of a story. It's not groundbreaking by any yeah. standards, but it's a good time. Then you'll have a good time. But for this movie, I went in with expectations that it was going to be like just an action movie. Just an action movie with dinosaurs. And that's what it was. So I wasn't that disappointed. It was actually... I actually had a good time in the end. Yeah, I had a good time in this as well. Yeah. It's... I, I wasn't looking forward to it. I kind of didn't want to watch it. There was a point yesterday where I'm like, you you message me and you're like, I don't really want to watch this movie. Yeah. And I'm like, how are we going to do a, an episode on our podcast if you haven't even watched the movie? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I should probably watch it. 
Yeah, I forced myself. <laughs> I was I had to work on the morning as well, so I was tired. It's a bit sleepy. It's a bit sleepy during the movie as well, but it was it was good enough to keep me awake. If it was a shit movie, I would have fallen asleep, hundred percent. But but you didn't even come home and fall asleep. You came home and watched the World Cup. I did. I did. I was excited. I was excited for the World Cup. So you watched the what's that? What's that Belgian striker's name? Oh, uh, Batsuya. 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 Yeah. Well, something like that. Yeah. He's he. You watched his special. Yeah. He's he's great. Ten minutes of his special. That was worth it. I had to stay up for that. It was just a. It was a must see match. It was a must see Batsuya sesh. But yeah, this I, I wouldn't say I was enthralled for the whole time, but it had moments that were really good in it. It had some twists that even I wasn't really, I didn't really see coming. We can talk about it in spoilers, but yeah, there was some stuff that, I mean, it's not great. It's not like the best thing ever, but there were some twists that kept me interested. Yeah. I was I was bored for some of the movie, but I would say the second half is much better than the first half. The story is basically that the volcano on the island which Jurassic World was built on. I can't on. remember what it's called, but yeah. Yeah, it's it wasn't it's not dormant anymore, it's active, it's about to explode, and the whole first act of the movie is whether these dinosaurs should be saved from going extinct on this island because of the volcano. Most of that stuff is unfortunately spoiled in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, the trailers are really bad for this. If you haven't seen them, don't don't watch the trailers because they give away way too much. Yeah, there's there's a lot give it away in the trailers. There's a lot of suspenseful moments in the movie, but they're in the trailer as well. The trailers just give away what happens in in those yeah. moments. If I hadn't watched the trailers, I might have enjoyed this even more because the way it's directed is it's almost a bit like a horror movie. I wouldn't say it's like super scary, but if you're like there were some little kids in the theater that I reckon were a bit scared. There are some definitely some horror aspects to it because it's not the same director as the first one. Yeah, it's J.A. Boyena for this one. Yeah, and he Ooh. directed... Insidious, yeah? No. No, which one was it? He directed My Holidays, which is a what? short film oh, in okay. 1999. Uh, the he, did the, he did that Tom Holland movie. Sponge Man, which is also a short. He did The Orphanage. I think that's a... That's a horror that, movie, yeah. I think that's a horror movie. That was his first full, like, first feature film, because the other two were short films. He did The Impossible as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did The Impossible, which is not really a horror movie. That's not a horror That's movie. the one about the tsunami, right? Yeah, that's... Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Got Tom yeah. Holland in it. Oh yeah, it does, yeah. And he did a monster calls. Which is kind of a horror movie. Yeah, a thriller. That was his last movie, and then and then he did this. But it's it's definitely like a different style to the first one. And it didn't even have 
Because the first one, it felt like a Jurassic Park movie because it had the music and everything as well. Yeah. And it was sort of similar, but this is different. It didn't really have the music at all. Like, maybe one spot it had it. I think it has it in the end credits, but that's about it. I can't remember it. I can't remember it being in there that much. It's got lots of suspenseful music and silent parts. I think the idea for this movie was the second half of it. And then they're like, how do we get this second half to work? So then they had to have the first half, which is like, oh, yeah, that happens so that this can happen without spoiling it. I don't know if it was that way or if it was the other way. Maybe they thought that there's going to be a volcano on this island and they need to, or there'll there'll be this dilemma of whether they get the dinosaurs off the island. And you've seen the trailer, they they try to get them off the island. And then after that, they're like, so what are we going to do now? Yeah, because that's like (laughs) half a movie. (laughs) Yeah. But surprisingly, it kind of works okay in the end. Yeah, I feel like there's a bit of a tonal change between that first half and the second half. The first half's definitely much more of a like a big action movie feel, whereas the second half's more of like a thriller. A contained thriller kind of setting. The first half feels more like the previous movie. It does. And the second half becomes another movie. I enjoyed the second half more than the first half. Well, the second act definitely slows down. The pace does slow down. Yeah, and it's a bit boring. Well, it takes a while to get going as well, the movie. Yeah, it does. Like, you don't really see dinosaurs for a while, do you? I don't remember seeing... Well, you see them in, like, news clips and stuff at the start. Actually, you see, you see them in the first sequence. Yeah. You see, you see one in the first sequence, at least. And then it takes a while, and then it gets back. Once the action gets going, it's it's good. Yeah. What do you think of the, the actors? Chris Pratt is awesome as usual. He's, yeah, he's good in everything he does, I think. He was all right. He's, he's, I think he's just got, like, some, he's charismatic, so he yeah. carries whatever movie he's in. Bryce Dallas Howard was okay as well. Not the worst, not the yeah. best. She was yeah. probably better in this one than the first one. Yeah. It's a lot less screaming and a lot more doing stuff in this one. The kid with the uh, glasses. Glasses. I didn't like him. He tried to be too funny, but he wasn't that funny. I found him funny in some spots. He was okay. He's he was okay. like the Jake Johnson character from the first one. He was. But Jake Johnson's funny, I think. But he was okay. Yeah. At parts. And then the, the, the vet... She doesn't get too much screen time, unfortunately. Yeah, she disappears for like half the movie. Yeah, so can't really say much about her. She's not in it for all that long. And then there's a couple of returning characters. So Jeff Goldblum, who's in the trailers, he's not actually in it that much. He's at the start and he's at the end and that's it. I would say he's hardly in it at all. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure... Like, I actually didn't even know what the hell he was saying. Like... <laughs> Half the time. He, he keeps using, like, really big words. <laughs> and he he mumbled... He was playing... He does his thing. Like, he mumbles on and says random shit for lots of times. So, I would have... He's, he's a cameo appearance. He's a cameo. I actually had no idea what he was saying. In summary, all he was saying is dinosaurs are bad and we shouldn't... We shouldn't But he has, him. like, a five-minute monologue about it. <laughs> <laughs> There was also this guy that was trying really hard to be Robert De Niro. <laughs> Do you know who you guy I'm talking about? Robert De Niro? Yeah. This guy that was trying really hard to be Robert De Niro. Oh, was he that army officer guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy makes some very, very suspect decisions yeah. towards the end of the movie. <laughs> there's, there's actually some people that make really suspect decisions all throughout this movie. Yeah. yeah, it's not as bad as the first one though, because the first one I just I had no sympathy for most of the characters because they did just did stupid stuff and they yeah. probably deserve to die. They're a bit smarter in this, although there's some stupid stuff that happens still. He was actually okay, the army officer guy. Yeah, he's a bit over the top though. Yeah, he's definitely over the top. And the moment you see him, anyway, we'll talk about it in spoilers, but you you know he's going to go in a certain way. And the other main villain guy, I thought he was way over the top, like really. Over yeah, the top. and yeah. again, I knew the moment he was introduced that this, like, you can't trust this guy for sure. His character's just like 
or I'm evil for the sake of being evil kind of character. No real motives. Well, money. Oh, he, his motive is motive. money. Yeah. Which is always a shit motive, but... I'm pretty sure he's making good money. He looked, he looked he's like living he was, in that mansion. Yeah, he looked like he was living fine. He's always wearing these really nice suits and ties, so I think he's doing all right, but I don't know. Maybe it's a Ben Affleck situation. <laughs> yeah, he's spending too much. <laughs> Financial troubles. Any other characters? There's a little girl character. There's always a... There's always a kid character in these Jurassic Park movies. She was okay. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, she's not she in a whole lot either. She plays a pretty important role, but yeah, she was okay. There was the older guy. Yeah. Is he a returning character? I think he I think he might be in the second. Let me just check this out. I think he might be in the second, second one. Jurassic Park. His name's James Cromwell. He was okay for what he was in as well. He was in Babe. <laughs> no, he's not in any of the other ones. But he's like related to the guy in the first one, I guess. Yeah. They're like so they yeah. I think they came up with the genetic formula whatever it was together. What do you think of the CGI? Cuz there's a lot of it. Yeah, it was it was good. It's fine. Especially the the first act where they're on the island, there's a lot of CGI and it looks it looked okay. It's fine. Whatever you say about the first Jurassic World movie, you've got to say it looks good. There's, like, lots of good CGI in it. Well, the difference between that movie and this movie is that movie is mostly during the daytime. Day. Yeah. So you see a lot of the action in light, whereas this movie, I would say maybe 70% of it is dark. Dark, yeah. There's hardly anything during the day. Like, the whole volcano scenes are during the day, but the rest of it is pretty much during the night. But the CGI is quite good. I I couldn't really find any flaws. Didn't look super fake at any times. You obviously know it's CGI because there's dinosaurs, but... They might have used practical effects for some of it. I think they probably did use it for most of the second half. The music was fine. Yeah, it's like... What it was, yeah. Suspenseful. My only issue with the movie was it did slow down a bit in the second act. Yeah, yeah, it which does. Which takes you out of it. I think I went in with such low expectations that the the bar wasn't that high for me to have a good time with this one. In the end, it's it's not bad. There's definitely some plot issues as well, which I could get to in the uh, in the spoilers. But there's some stuff that happens, and you're like, "Wait, how'd that happen?" There's a lot of that. Yeah, you definitely have to suspend your disbelief. A lot. Yeah, you you just got to go in and just watch it and not try and think about it too much. And it's a fun time. Yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time. I guess they're taking this franchise in a different direction. It's not... Because Jurassic Park, I see it as not just an action movie. There's a lot of themes that are discussed in that movie as well. And you can think about that movie logically and it actually makes sense. It's constructed in a way that it makes sense. Whereas this, these two new movies in this new Jurassic World franchise, they're just action movies. They're just... They're just fun stuff that you just watch fun with action your friends. Movies. And just don't just think about what time. you're watching. So, in a way, I'm a bit sad because I thought Jurassic World could be a bit more than just an action movie. But if this is the way they're going to go, then I guess it's the way they're going to go. Yeah, I don't mind it, to be honest. Fun action movies are not the worst. At least it's not a boring piece of shit. Yeah, it definitely isn't boring because there's a lot happening in the movie. Yeah, it's always two movies. There's like two different plot lines. So, Apart from that middle part where it slows down a bit, there's a lot of stuff happening. So I guess we'll give our ratings. What's what are you going to go with this one? Seventy-eight point two nine. Okay. Yeah. Seventy-eight point two nine. I would say this is a tough one. I would say probably. I can't. I can't give it watch it on watch it at the cinema. I think it's just a bit. I mean, if you're just out. And you've got nothing else to watch, you could watch it at the cinema. But I don't think you have to go out of, out of your way to watch it at the cinema. But it is worth a watch at some stage. Maybe on your streaming service or... DVD. Do DVD, people watch Blu-ray? DVDs yeah. anymore? I don't know. Yeah. VHS. <laughs> VHS, yeah. That was, they make a special VHS copy for this one. So however you watch your movies, I think it's it's worth a watch at Floppy some stage. Floppy disc. You're going to need a lot of floppy disks yeah, to watch this. One of 250. <laughs> each each disk is a minute. Yeah, each disk is a minute and then you put the next <laughs> on it. 
Probably even less than that. Probably if you have a, a 4K, 4K high quality movie, one. Yeah. 10 seconds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if that yeah. is your preferred streaming service, then yeah, watch it on floppy yeah. disk at home. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it watch it on floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take you a lot of effort. You can't watch it on anything else other than a floppy disk. <laughs> you have to find a computer that has a floppy disk drive yeah. first. <laughs> Okay, I guess we'll jump into spoilers. Yeah. So the first scene in the movie, it starts in the ocean and they have a barrier to the island at the bottom of the ocean and these guys go through to get the... So the thing I didn't... The, the other thing I didn't like about this movie is they bring back this hybrid raptor or whatever it is, the, the genetically modified. They bring it back as a... Indoraptor, that's what it's called. Yeah, Indo, what was the first one? Indominus, Indominus Rex. Rex. Yeah, so it's... It uses the bone specimen. Do they use that to make this? They so did, they right? use the mixture of the Indominus Rex and the raptors. And the raptors, yeah. And it's meant to be smarter than the Indominus Rex because it can follow human. Like, why the fuck are they making... Why the fuck do they want dinosaurs as weapons? <laughs> Just use fucking guns if you want <laughs> weapons. Why are you trying to make dinosaurs as weapons? It makes no sense. To me. Yeah, so basically it can, it can follow human orders. Yeah. But the actual practical use of that is questionable. In what way is that better than going onto a battlefield with a bunch of machine guns and just clearing out people? Because then... Because you can shoot at dinosaurs and they'll die anyway. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. It's not indestructible. <laughs> it makes close to zero sense. As to why they want to weaponize, and that was the story in the first one as well, like why they want to weaponize these dinosaurs. But I guess that's what's happening in these movies, and that's you just suspend your disbelief about it for a second. You're like, yeah, fair enough. And the way it works is pretty questionable as well. Like you have to use that gun with the yeah. Laser. So that's what I was thinking. If you're going to be close enough to point a laser at some guy. With a gun. Why can't you just shoot him? Why can't you just shoot him? <laughs> Why are you pointing the laser and then telling the dinosaur to shoot him when you can just shoot him? Saves on bullets. Yeah. It's actually just for tax It's purposes. environmentally friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at the end, it wasn't following anyone's orders and didn't look like it was going to follow orders. Yeah. Unless like, you, you had the gun. They've been through this. There's been... Four movies, they've tried to control the dinosaurs. It hasn't worked. Each time, people die. Why are they tr- still trying to do this? It's And the closest anyone's got is Chris Pratt with Blue. Yeah. But at the end, Blue just runs away. He's like, I've had enough of your shit. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. As a, did you, did you realise when he runs away, he kind of turns around and says something a little bit, and then he runs? <laughs> it's like, latest fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because like Chris Pratt's like, yeah, come with me. We'll we'll keep you safe. And then he's like, and then looks at the cage. He's like, the cage, he's nah, like, man. He's like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so you, the whole reason they got Chris Pratt was, I guess, so because he has that connection to Blue, and they need his. They needed his blood. Yeah, that's all. That's, that's all. The only yeah. reason. And the only reason they got Bryce Dallas Howard was. Because she knew the island, but did she really? <laughs> yeah, not really. I think they just needed her to get Chris Pratt. Maybe. Basically, they go to the island and save some of the animals and get double-crossed. Yeah. And this is where some of the plot stuff gets a bit dodgy, because due to how when they're on the island, Bryce Dallas Howard's character and Justice Smith's character stay in the uh, in the bomb shelter place, and... Then Chris Pratt's character goes with the army dude in a car and they drive off to try and find Blue. And then they find Blue and then Chris Pratt gets shot and stunned. But then the next scene, you see him running back and he somehow ran all the way from wherever they drove to and ran back to the bomb shelter in like a matter of five minutes. Yeah, and that scene where... The lava's, like, coming towards him, and he's still kind of stunned. Yeah, yeah. And that dinosaur, one of, one of the herbivores comes up to him and licks him. He licks him in the face. Wakes up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what's happening here? And then he, he managed to get up, and then, like, two minutes later, he's running full pace down the hill. <laughs> and he somehow made it all the way back. It 
yeah, it makes, it doesn't make, there's a lot of points in this movie where characters end up in places and you're like, how did you end up here? Like, also, Justice Smith's character somehow ends up in the lab. It's like, how'd you end up here? Like, what are you doing with all the scrubs and stuff on? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, how did this happen? Don't these guys even know who's working for them? <laughs> yeah. Like, can anyone just walk in and be like, yeah, I'll work for you? Another scene is when Bryce Dallas Howard's character gets punctured by the Indominus Rex. And then the next scene, you just see her on top of this, like, thing where... Uh, Chris Pratt's character is like it's like this dome thing it's like how'd you get there and also where'd you get the gun from <laughs> she had time to find a gun and then walk up onto that dome there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff where characters just appear places for convenience but yeah anyway going back to that first scene they leave the that the door open yeah and then the thing goes through and they kind of never talk about that again <laughs> yeah and then it comes like at the very end <laughs> yeah Surely it's been doing stuff in the middle. <laughs> also, that that dinosaur is the biggest, like, ex machina kind of thing where it just, whenever someone thinks they've gotten away, it jumps out of nowhere and kills them. <laughs> yeah. Every single time. That's all it, it does. It did that in the first one, too. And the other question I had was, it's only been, so it's been three years since, since the events of Jurassic World, and the Indominus Rex... It's completely decomposed. Like, it's just a skeleton at the bottom of the ocean. I guess I guess that animal, like, licked it to the bones. It ate all of it. It was hungry. Yeah, maybe it did. Yeah, yeah. like, it just ate all the meat. Yeah, just but every single piece. I wouldn't have thought... Do humans decompose like that? We probably do, maybe. In three years, it would be skeleton. Do we? You'd still have some muscle tissue on you, I think. You would be, like, a complete skeleton. But you'd be decomposed, obviously. And it was at the bottom of the ocean, so I don't know if that makes any difference, maybe. Not sure if that makes a difference. But it was basically just bones. Yeah, yeah. it was just a it's just a skeleton yeah. lying there. And they cut out a bit of its bone to use as a as a sample. Yeah, so they crossbreed that. I thought that first scene was pretty good. Yeah. The way it starts. And then it does slow down after that, when they're slowly introducing all the characters. Yeah. And then going to the island parts a bit slow as well. The part when the volcano explodes is pretty cool and they're running away and there's some tension and stuff in that. But then after that, it slows down again. And the moment they introduced the the main villain of the movie, I knew that guy was not, like, you couldn't trust that guy. Yeah. Just the way it looks. Yeah. You just can't trust him. It's basically like the Incredibles villain thing as yeah, well. It's pretty much. Like, yeah. two weeks in a row, I, I just, I just, you just knew pick the villain straight away. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. It's just these suave guys in suits. You can't trust you them. You can't trust them. Yeah. Suave guy in a suit comes and offers you something. Never trust him. What did you think of the twist with Maisie, the kid? Yeah, it was, it was alright. It's like, I definitely didn't expect it, probably because I wasn't looking for that twist. I don't think anyone was looking for that twist, but... When did you figure it out? Because there's a part when she looks at a photo, and it's got the maid, but a lot younger. The maid's younger. younger. I didn't figure it out then. it's got someone that looks exactly like her. I didn't figure it out then. I was like, oh, that's interesting. What's that got to do with anything? But I didn't kind of think about it because there was other stuff happening. I guess uh, someone would have figured that out from that scene yeah yeah i was a bit like confused of what was going on like why did she maybe her mom looked exactly like yeah maybe yeah maybe they just look the same i'm like yeah fair enough but it turns out that she was a clone of her mom and her mom never actually had kids yeah and she died i think so that was interesting and then at the very end where she lets out all the dinosaurs that's the dumbest shit man come on these dinosaurs nearly killed you. You you were there. They nearly killed you. They killed you. Nearly killed you multiple times. And now you're just gonna let them into the world so they can so kill other people. Now I want everyone people. else in the world to experience that. Yeah. <laughs> How that feels like. At first, I thought Bryce Dallas Howard's character was gonna push the button. I'm like, you're the dumbest bitch if you push this button. Like you've nearly died multiple times in this movie directly because of the dinosaurs, and you're gonna let them out now. It makes a little more sense that the kid lets them out, but still, it's the dumbest decision. But that's not that's not the only suspect decisions that characters make. The the army dude, or the the guys. It's funny how he walks. He's like, "Hey, I want my bonus." <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Dude, you'll get your bonus. Just get out of there. That's all he fucking talks about once, he got, once he's got the dinosaurs. He's just like, I want my bonus. And then he opens, he shoots the the Indominus, what is it? Indoraptor. Indoraptor with like a couple of tranks. That, why? And then he opens the cage and goes in, leaves the cage unlocked, dies a horrific death. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people that... There's more people that die in this movie than the other one, and they actually show them dying. There's no blood or anything, but they, they show them getting aided. Well, this guy loses his whole arm. And then he gets aided. Yeah. yeah. He's got a thing about teeth. He wants. He's making a necklace or some shit. That's what he says. He's like, another one for my necklace. Does he want to be Black Panther or something? I, I don't know, man. I don't know what he's... At, at the start, I thought he was going to sell the teeth. Yeah, I and, thought like, he was make selling money. Him. But then he's like, oh, another one for my necklace. I'm like, is this really worth it for a necklace? What do you, when the fuck are you going to wear this necklace? Like, After he gets his bonus, <laughs> when he's lying on the coast of Hawaii somewhere. And you're going to wear a necklace of different sized dinosaur teeth. <laughs> because that's <laughs> yeah, real wouldn't stylish. Yeah, symmetrical. Yeah. yeah, they're all different sizes. Yeah, that guy was a very questionable character. And then basically the Indoraptor gets loose. And that's that's when I kind of start liking it a bit more. And it kind of picks up. Cause it's like I knew this, it was going to get loose anyway, but... Yeah. And it's like in this like big house. It's like a mansion. And the Indoraptor's loose and it's just like killing everyone. Is that the same mansion as Bruce Wayne's mansion? Well, Batman Begins. Yeah, it looks... I don't know. Like all mansions probably look like that, but it looks similar. Yeah, it could be. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's really cool. It's like, that's that's the concept that I really enjoyed. It's kind of like a horror movie with a dinosaur. With dinosaurs. Yeah. And you're stuck in this mansion and you can't get out. Well, I guess you could get out, but if you really wanted to. Yeah, actually, that is true. But it is like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it is. And there's a lot of, yeah, suspenseful scenes with that. After that, yeah. But then again, they ruin a lot of them in the trailer. Yeah. So yeah. don't watch the trailer if you haven't seen it. <laughs> There's this funny scene where the Indoraptor's loose and it's after the little girl. And the little girl runs into a room and then gets under the covers. I'm like, is this really a time for a nap? It's like, should you be like running somewhere else? Like, why'd you get into the bed? Like, what's the point of that? The covers are going to protect her. Yeah. That's why she put the blanket on. Yeah, she yeah. puts the blanket on. She just gets into bed. She, like, snuggles in. I thought that was, was pretty cold. funny. Yeah. It was cold. I actually, I actually started laughing when that happened. <laughs> there's also this other scene where there's the explosion in the lab and Blue gets blown up. And, like, he's running and he gets blown up. And he kind of, like, flies through the air and hits the wall. And then he gets up and just starts running again. <laughs> I start laughing at that as well. I'm like, this is hilarious. Isn't it? A, I think it's actually a she. Oh, it's Blue a girl. Yeah. I think it's. A, I think they call her a she. But yeah, that part was pretty funny. <laughs> Blue's like, hey, something's going to blow up. And then she starts running. <laughs> starts running. And then the funniest thing is where she hits the wall, gets up, and then starts running again. <laughs> just straight away. What do you think of... The the guy running the auction? Oh, uh, yeah. What's his name? Toby Jones. Yeah, he's in... He's in Captain America. Yeah, he is in Captain America. Yeah. I knew he was going to die as well. He died, the, the way he dies is pretty funny. He, like, closes the, the elevator. Yeah. It's like, we're all safe. And then it opens again. Also, he's, his wig is, like, very clearly a wig. Yeah. It's like, you can tell it's a wig. Yeah, there was nothing much to his character. He's not in it for that long. And the, you know that dinosaur that breaks through the wall? Yeah, he just runs into the woods. So that one's a herbivore, obviously. Or yeah, or Russell would have dodged. Yeah. Eaten them. The T Rex has his normal ex machina. Yeah, what's with the T Rex? Because he doesn't eat people. Yeah, he just eats other dinosaurs. We've seen multiple movies now where he just doesn't eat people. <laughs> he just, he's like, nah, not going to do that. Just going to eat all the other dinosaurs. <laughs> Wait, no, but he does eat the guy at the end of this movie. He eats the villain, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, no, he does eat the guy sitting on the toilet in the first one, too. Yeah, he does. But most of the time... And he's... he eats the guy at the start of the movie as well. He tries to, but he doesn't. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. he tries, though. Yeah, yeah, he tries. Maybe he just eats... Certain humans. Yeah, just just the dicks. It's like being a vegetarian, but you eat chicken. Yeah, 
He just he's just eating the dicks. Is <laughs> he like he he gauges their character and he's like, is this guy a dick? Yeah, okay, I'll eat him. Yeah, it's a, it's a very specific diet, but basically the T Rex is out there and he meets a lion, and they have a conversation. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, the T Rex is like, oh yes, I'm finally free. Where should I go? Let's go the to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots more to do, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Did you stay for the end credit scene? I did stay for the end credit scene. It's very short, but basically the pterodactyls in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. It's it's like it's literally ten seconds. It's almost not even worth staying because the credits go for a while. Is it end end credits? End end. Oh, yeah, that's right fun. at the end. I'm actually looking forward to the next one though. Yeah, it might be a bit like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. So the dinosaurs take over the it, planet. It would be cool if they do a time jump. I was thinking the same thing. It's like post-apocalyptic, but like not too much of a time jump, but like Chris Pratt's like older and he's still alive and he's like the only one that knows how to deal with the dinosaurs. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. That'll be interesting. It's definitely something they haven't done before because a lot of these movies, they just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And you kind of knew with the way it finished that they wanted to set up for that for the next movie. Because, like, very clearly, the chick shouldn't have pressed the button. And anyone with anyone who was a normal person wouldn't have pressed the button. But she presses them. And it's like, oh, yeah, but it's for the sequel. <laughs> but hopefully still has Chris Pratt instead of, like, a new cast. Yeah, I think they'll still go with the same cast. Apparently Bryce Dallas Howard's going to look into more into directing. Rather than oh, so she might not come back. She might not come back, or she might come back. Yeah, overall we had a, a pretty good time yeah, with Jessica, time. surprisingly. Yeah, I probably would watch it again for a while, but I would watch it again in the future if it was on TV or something, or if my friends wanted to watch it. We haven't watched a bad movie yet this year. Yeah, so far all of our reviews have been, I would say they've landed more in the positive region for every movie. I wouldn't say it's been a great year for movies. Most of them have been good, but not great. Yeah, average. But hopefully there's some coming up forward that could be better. Because the top 10 list for the year is looking a bit average at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, I can't even say I'd have a, I mean, I would have a top 10, but a lot of the movies in the top 10 aren't even that good. We haven't seen some movies as well. So in terms of what we're going to do next week, we have the option of watching Hotel Transylvania 3. Apparently the first two aren't even that bad. Yeah, I haven't even seen them. I don't know if we have to watch the first two before we watch this one. If we are, then I don't want to watch it because I don't want to watch the first two. But if we could just go and watch this one, then yeah, maybe I'll do it. Maybe we'll just watch this one because last time we tried to watch a couple of movies in a week, we failed miserably. Yeah. We we won't do that. Yeah, maybe we'll just go in fresh with this and just. It could just be we... it could be either the worst movie we watch or the best movie we watch. Yeah, we kind of want a bad movie. Yeah, there's also the Sicario movie coming out next weekend, I think. But I haven't seen the first Sicario either. Yeah, I haven't seen the first one. But maybe we'll do Hotel Transylvania three. Yeah, we'll look at the reviews during the week, and then depending on that, we'll. So if they're really bad, we'll go watch it. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you might have thought it was the other way around, but that's actually what we want. Yeah, that's not how we function here. If it's in the nineties or eighties, we're like, nah, nah, that's not good. If it's in the twenties, then definitely, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. If it's fifties, we're like, uh, maybe we'll see. So Jurassic World, just to finish up, apparently it's going to make one hundred forty-five million uh, US domestic for opening weekend. That's a lot less than what the first one made, but still for some reason, the first one did like ridiculously well. It will do really well in China, though. For some reason, the Chinese people love these Jurassic Park movies. So I'll probably still end up making around a billion, I think, which is, I think for this movie, that's probably pretty good. It's better than it probably deserves, but... The first movie definitely overperformed, and even a billion is probably overperforming for this movie, to be honest. All right. I think that's all we have to say about this. Yeah, that's it. Guess you can tell everyone how to contact us. Yeah, so we got our email, cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com, Twitter at seek recalibration, and then on Instagram and Facebook at cognitive recalibration. And we're on iTunes as usual, Stitcher Radio and iHeartRadio, which Tyron always seems to laugh about. Like, who uses iHeartRadio? But people use it. Yeah. I know it. It's you, isn't it? You're the one that's using it, you <laughs> bastard. I have actually used it before. Yeah.
but not for this. The other thing was we introduced our theme music in our last episode. So let us know if you like it or not, because it's probably you're probably going to hear it in every episode going forward now. Yeah. Did you make you made it? Didn't you? Yeah, I made it my own personal creation. He's multi-talented. It's not bad. I've heard it once or something. We had a couple of op- like we had two or three options that we wanted to go for, but we ended up going with this one. Yeah. Let us know if you hate it, love it, don't care about it. But anyway, that's I think that's all we've got for this week. We probably extend this episode way longer. Than yeah, this was this was probably like a half an hour episode. I don't know how we did it for so long. <laughs> We're just talking about random We didn't shit. even have that much to talk about. We just talked rubbish the whole episode. Yeah, oops. I hope you had a good time listening <laughs> yeah. to it. Yeah. Hope you loved listening to our rubbish. Next week, you might get even more. Yeah, next week, there might be lots of rubbish going on. Get ready to hear more about who Tom Cruise would beat and who would lose to. <laughs> it's going to be more of that. Yeah, more of that and more random news about Michael Bay, probably. I guess we'll call it a day and we'll see you next week. See you guys next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.